This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and I am joined by Kat Fedor and Rob Hunt. Hoi! <laughs> no, no. Hoi! <laughs> no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Tim you said that. <laughs> he told us he doesn't care last week. I think he was just being nice. I Australians usually aren't very nice. Yeah, Tim's not very nice. There you go. No, I'm kidding. Tim's a very nice guy. <laughs> Got his show, Horror for Dummies. Yeah, check out the show. Uh, Does he say oi on the show? I don't think I've ever heard him say oi. Oi says a lot, though. (laughs) Giving me work right out of the rip on here. Okay, good for you, Rob. All right. You want to say free while you're at it? or No, just. It was good enough that we got you to say free on your own. (laughs) I'm here. I got the bleep, uh, the sound effect file open already. So, Uh, future me is very annoyed with you right now. Uh, but what's going on, guys? We are back. We have uh, an interesting. We have a Rob pick this week. Did I pick it? You did. You pick it. Okay. I can't. I don't remember things. <laughs> Anything? You <laughs> chose this over Lamageddon. <laughs> no, Lamageddon was not getting done. Dude, <laughs> you were missing out. Lamageddon is amazing. I was really making a strong push for Velocipaster, too. I thought the fact that Velocipaster had ninjas might sell you on it, but. No, why? Why would that sell me? Because ninjas are awesome, dude. All right. You well, were talking the other day about some ninja movie you like. Oh yeah, three ninjas. Cat, have you ever seen three ninjas? No. Oh, damn. It's a, it's a, it's a movie about three little kids and their grandfather. I forget the guy, the actor's name. Teaches them to be ninjas. Oh. And people break into their house and they have to ninja the motherfuckers out of there. Awesome movie. What was the guy? The guy's name again, Rob? The actor? Um, Victor Wong? Yes, Victor Wong. He was the grandfather. And they had a, a little ninja named Tum Tum. Now, Victor Wong is also in Big Trouble in Little China. Much better movie, I'm sure. I doubt it. Have he not seen Little Ninjas or whatever the fuck you said? Hey, you Three Ninjas. Know. Three ninjas, yeah. So you can't remember it, you just heard of it now. I just told you, <laughs> I don't remember things. <laughs> damn it. Uh, we have a pretty packed show this week. Uh, we're going to be getting the horror news shortly. Uh, we have uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 that we're going to talk about later on. Uh, we also, which we might want to get to now. Yeah, I got it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, we have the return of uh, of Greg's Hot take corner. Let me get the spreadsheet up. Should we? 
Should we do drink roll call to talk about how we're preparing for? <laughs> sure. Speaking of this, the and then uh... <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Drink roll call. Um, I am. Ha- I'll go first. I'm having Irish coffee, but most importantly, it is cane hotter coffee. Ooh, Irish uh, cane hotter sled. coffee. I like that. <laughs> now, did you finish margarita in a jug? I. Actually, I was going to say yes. I think I actually have like maybe half a glass of margarita in the okay. jug left that I should be drinking right now out of the jug. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, I'm boring. I'm just uh, with Diet Pepsi and Captain or, um, Sailor Jerry. You don't drink more than anybody by far. I just said it's got Sailor Jerry in it. Uh, it's rum. <laughs> it's drinking. All right. That's fair. Good, that's too. Fair. The best rum. Well, what I happen to be drinking is Smirnoff Pink Lemonade. Shit you not. Because you're a high school girl. No, I'm not. I'm a grown-ass man. Lord. No, you're not. Not drinking Smirnoff Pink Lemonade, you're not. What's wrong with it? It's vodka and pink lemonade. It uh, tastes delicious. All right. Fine. Do you have a little umbrella in it? No, I don't. I don't even have a straw. I'm drinking out of a cup <laughs> like a man. <laughs> If I have smeared off, am I okay? Yeah, you're a girl. You can do that. Nice. Yeah. To be fair, I don't drink smeared off pink lemonade. I was going to say, it's not the smeared off part that's bad. Smeared off is just vodka. That's fine. It's pink lemonade. Okay. Come on, man. What's (laughs) wrong with pink? Do you drink lemonade, regular lemonade? No. You don't even (laughs) drink lemonade at all? He's not a child or a grandmother. We've had this conversation. On a nice hot day, uh, you won't. Ref- you are gonna deprive yourself pink le- uh, any type of lemonade. It's too acidic. Oh my god, you're you a baby. heartburn. You call me a little girl. You're a baby. Shame on you. I'm not a baby. I'm an old man. <laughs> that doesn't make me a little girl. Kind of does. No, I'm allowed <laughs> to drink pink lemonade. Can't stand. I mean, what me. you're drinking? What you're drinking is one step above a wine cooler, Mikey. That's not true. This is vodka. Fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll pinch wine coolers. Mikey, you're a man. You can drink whatever you'd like. Um, I unfortunately can't stop Rob from calling you names. I really have no control over Rob. You little baby (laughs) bitch. Oh, my God. Getting attacked here. Why is attacking me okay on this whole show? I don't understand. I don't get it. (sighs) Um, All right. Are we ready for Greg's hot take corner? As ready as we will ever be. <laughs> Never ready for Greg. All right. Everybody listening right now, if you are not familiar, you can go back to our hot take episode with camp counselor Greg. Uh, you can also check him out on TikTok uh, at Dark Gregor. Uh, he says some stuff. And we don't condone most of what he says. So don't associate this with us. This Cam Council Greg's hot take corner. Let's hear it. Hello, Michael. Hello, Robert. Hello, Kat. So first and foremost, I just want to say that if Kat, you are there, thank you for coming back and being the voice of reason amongst those two knuckleheads. What? If you're not there, well, I hope you get better and come back soon. Because they it's really easy to assume she's not the here. The voice of reason on that show. Hey. But the real reason I called. 
Another set of hot takes for you. One, wrong turn 2021 is a good reimagining of the wrong turn franchise. Two, wow. Frankenhooker is absolutely a garbage film. It has zero redeeming quality. Number three, other than the transformation scene in American Werewolf in London, it is bland, boring, and overrated. Four, Damn. and most importantly, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in Halloween, oh. Laurie Schrode, is an overrated final girl. Hope that helps. Thank you. Goodbye. He snapped. He snapped before he said goodbye. I heard him. <laughs> Rob, are you alive still? Sorry, I was typing. <laughs> Into the spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you, Greg. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm back on the show. Um, I'm concerned that I'm the voice of reason in this specific context, but I will take it. She only has 45 more vacation days, guys, so don't worry. <laughs> All right. When I come on sick, you yell at me for getting you sick through the internet. But when I take time off, you get so mad. Oh, you've never heard of computer virus, cat? <laughs> See, um, you get mad. <laughs> all right. So, cat's the voice of reason. Ridiculous. Frankenhooker is amazing. I haven't seen Frankenhooker yet, so I don't uh, have an opinion on that one. I bought the Blu ray from the booth <laughs> when I was at the horror con. It's so great. It's been on my to watch list for a long time, but. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. We should do it on the show. An American Werewolf in London is a classic. It's slasher radio approved. Greg, you're wrong. And Laurie Strode is the final girl. But, but um, I don't know about that now. Yes, Laurie Strode is the final girl. Well, mm-hmm. only to be bested by Doctor Chalice because he would seduce her. But, oh no! Cat, <laughs> what well, would say you to all this? Um, I, so no opinion on the Frankenhooker. I, I could go either way on Laurie Strode. I don't think she's overrated. I like Laurie Strode a lot, but, um, you know that I had moments when we were doing the bracket that made me question, uh, how survivable young Laurie was like in the early, in the earlier movies. So, uh, I, I kind of see a point there. What were, what was the first hot take? Uh, wrong turn the new one is oh. a good reimagining of wrong turn i think that's the hottest take for me and here's the thing is that i personally was not a huge fan of the it's not one of my favorite movies i think it's fine i think it's good i do think it's an interesting reimagining i think it's an interesting reimagining of something other than the wrong turn franchise um it had none of the things that i loved about wrong turn uh, it didn't have the fun vibe. It didn't have any of the same villains. Uh, it was. It took place in a different environment, and it, I don't see the connection between that wrong turn and the the franchise. That being said, it was interesting. I'll give it that. You know, it it did have friend of the show Damien Maffei, like one mm. of the best parts of the movie, yeah. honestly. And I I think that's one of those movies, one of those remakes that might have benefited from not being called wrong turn yes yes uh, i did not I don't like have it. a problem with it other than i didn't like it because it had 27 different endings and just kept going it did go on a little bit long yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel about the same way 
Pat Lurie stuff. He he really won't. Greg, Jesus with Halloween, man. He's constantly coming after Halloween. I don't know what his problem is. And he was just saying on Twitter recently that he had, oh, I got nothing against Halloween. I just I can't tell. Yeah, I know. He's ridiculous. I can't tell. Frankenhooker, work of genius. I haven't seen it yet. Don't worry, you will. Oh, wonderful. It sounds like a movie. It sounds like a shark movie with Frankenstein hookers. No, it's about a guy who has to rebuild his girlfriend. Hmm. Sounds interesting. It Uh, is. All right. Well, one day we'll we'll give it a go. Um, Damn it. I, I just can't. He really... The whole Laurie Strode thing, I can't wrap my head around. Like he just goes around saying this stuff like it's nothing. I know Laurie Strode's a great character. Yeah, and she's been with us for decades now. Mikey, you did have you seemed to have some hesitancy though about Rob's claim that she was the final girl. She's Do you want to elaborate final. on that some? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying it, it. It could be argued. All right. You know, like I, I, I don't know if I would, but Sydney. Sydney Prescott. No. Nope. Okay. I'm Sydney's just a copy of Lori. Sydney, oh. throughout the franchise, has been a lot more active than Lori. But when you talk about iconic final girls, Lori is the final girl. But is that because of Lori or Michael Myers? That is what you think. What I'm saying is when somebody says final girl, you think of Lori. Uh, I don't know. Not I think Sydney. of Nancy. Really? Nancy. Yeah. She only made it through one movie. I don't know. She's just the one that I, maybe because Nightmare on Elm Street was like my first big franchise. But like when I hear the word, when I hear the term final girl, I think about Nancy first. That's a garbage take, Kat. Well, I'm not saying like, I I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't even think it's a take. I think it's just a fact. Like she's the one that I think of. It's a garbage (laughs) fact. You need to rewire your brain. Lori is the final girl. Uh, I, I I would put Lori above me, and you know everybody knows I I would put Freddie above Myers, but you know I it's just kind of she's been around longer than poor Nancy was, but I don't know, man. I I'm not saying for a fact that Sydney Prescott is above Lori Strode, but I'm just saying it it's not. It could be argued. It All could by somebody who wants to be wrong. That's fine. Mm, but Sydney- I, I, I encounter those people on a daily basis that want to be wrong. Sydney whooped a lot more ass than Lori did. By except for by definition, Sydney is not a final girl. She's part of a final team. So, because yeah. final girl by definition is like the last ones, the last female character standing in a horror movie, and it's like, mm. well, she's I, the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gail Weathers is right there with her, <laughs> and nobody ever talks about Gail as a final girl. Ain't that sad? That is sad. That is sad. That is sad. All right, or so Dewey. So, <laughs> Dewey's a, he's not a final girl no more. He died. R.I.P. <laughs> Dewey. Uh, Spoiler what, alert. What did I call him? Double Dick. I, I was calling him something. Double down the dick. Double Dick down Dewey or something. I don't remember. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. It was fucking was that in your in your fan fiction or something? I don't remember. <laughs> It was something along those lines. Uh, anyway, so Greg, man, go check out Greg on TikTok at Darth Gregor. Uh, he's also on Twitter at Camp Springwood. Go to him about this bullshit. Don't talk to us. 
Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I'm, I, I do not endorse those takes. This will be one of those situations where we get an email like we're platforming somebody. That shouldn't yeah. be, you know. <laughs> Greg. Um, always good to hear from Greg, as crazy as it is sometimes. Uh, <laughs> by the way, it was dangling Dick Dewey. Is what I was calling him. Dangling right. Dick Dewey. Just for the record. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got through. Uh, what do we got? We got to do news now. You guys ready for the news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as ready as we'll ever be. <laughs> yeah. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash iron from using upside to help pay for a vacation later this year download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code game to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code game for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code game for a 25 cents per gallon bonus He's not a genius. All right, uh, Jaws is in the the top movies for the for yeah. the week. I saw that. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, got that re-release and people went crazy for it. Apparently, good sign. Yeah, look, it's Jaws. People, I lost him. It's awesome. And without a doubt, the best one in its franchise. My internet connection was unstable. I think you're unstable. It's, uh... No, I was just saying it's Jaws. People will go out to see that because it's the best one in the franchise. Not according to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. What did it bring in again? Uh, three, three million, three hundred twenty... Wow. Three point three million. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. For a movie that old... And they had that three dollar movie thing too recently. Oh yeah, they did do Something that, didn't like, they? So they, it probably would have did more if they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's still in theaters too. It says get your tickets now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe check it out. It's worth the. I might. Man, there's nothing like it. I, I this is a good sign for future movies to be doing this. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, next up. <laughs> Uh, Silver Scream Con is the first convention from one of Rob's favorite bands, Ice Nine Kills. They're having their own convention? Yes, and apparently oh, it did very well. Good Lord. Oh, right. so they had their own convention. No. Yeah, it's done already. <laughs> Damn, I missed it. Rob, be nice, man. It's good that they're doing this, right? Look, I, I here's the thing about Ice Nine Kills. I don't like them. It's not my <laughs> kind of music. I would never in a million years listen to it. I'm glad they exist because I think they bring attention to the format or to the genre. And 
there are a number of people who do like them and if they can hold a convention that will bring more attention to the horror genre then i'm all for that i think it's fantastic but i'm never ever 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 going to like their music i think that's fair i think that's a fair assessment (laughs) i don't know jason's mom was good you know how you would give it to that i don't know that it was a remix of stacy's mom yeah are they weird owl now well sometimes you know when when you're a band you know how you turn a little bit into weird al yeah (laughs) yeah well uh i i'm not crazy about their music either it's just not my style i love what they're doing for the genre uh they've gotten very popular and uh you know i'm i'm just i'm happy that they're doing a convention man good for them like anybody gonna watch that weird al movie oh absolutely yeah that looks good I like Weird Al. I like Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, starring Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's playing Weird Al. I love it. Oh, God. I got a friend who saw um, Weird Al once, and uh, she was, she had taken her her son. Her son was like, you know, a junior high kid or whatever, and really wanted to go see Weird Al. And there was like a tornado came through the area and they had to evacuate the venue, you know, and everybody had to go sit in their car until it was clear and then they could go back in. And she said that the whole time she was sitting there, she was just thinking, good Lord, my obituary is going to say I died at a Weird Al Yankovic concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. That's funny as shit. Um, good for them, though, man. Uh, it is a light news week. Tusk 2. Kevin Smith confirms he is working on a sequel and teases a wacky new approach. Huh. Yeah, I'm in. Oh my god. What? Yeah, I'm <laughs> in on Tusk 2. Uh. I'm sorry. A wacky new approach right. to Tusk. It, that just broke my brain a little bit. So, the idea that I heard that he apparently had pitched at some point or had talked about at some point on like, I don't know, one of his bajillion podcasts or whatever it is that he's doing these days was um, that Justin Long's character manages to somehow return from being a walrus oh into God. being a person and then starts doing it to other people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm in on that. I hope that's what it is because that yeah. sounds amazing. Have you seen Tusk, Mikey? No. Oh, it's so good. You and... know what would also be very funny? Hmm. Uh, would be if it was, like, not if he was doing it to other people, but just, like, if it were a gritty emotional drama. That would be funny. About, yeah. like, living as a human after having been a walrus. <laughs> people would be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm in on that. I love Tusk. I thought it was really good. See, I was looking forward to watching Tusk, and it's just one of those that got away and I forgot about and never really sat with. The more you guys describe it, the less I want to. Because <laughs> it sounds like a damn shark movie. And I love Kevin Smith, man. James, uh, what? It's, so, you and I get into fights about what a shark movie is because I feel like the one requirement is that it has to have a shark. Right. I understand that you've been using it as, like, a genre term. I, I would it's- not put tusk into that genre no no, no it's really? not it's no not. it's See, it's very hard to describe the plot of tusk with in a way that's accurate to the tone of the movie okay because it's like it it strikes a very 
difficult balance that works yeah. perfectly. Yeah, it has Michael Parks in it, who's so good. And that's yeah. why I always was looking forward to watching it, because I was like, okay, it's weird, but it sounds like it's a good weird. It is. And it's it Kevin is. It's Smith. a good movie. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. All right, the so. premise is really weird. It, like yeah. it's a very out there premise, but it's so well executed. Yeah, and Kevin Smith has fallen off for me in recent years. Really? But this one's this one's good. Yeah, I mean, Yoga Hosers, please. That movie was awful. <laughs> and fucking uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot was terrible. I haven't watched it yet. It is awful. Really? Yeah. Um, Snoochie boochies. Yeah, I just I did not like it at all. Damn. Uh, now I guess Clerks 3 is coming out. I don't know anything about it. You better not fuck up Clerks, man. We'll see. All the stoners in the world will come running for him. Ruin him forever. Like, Jay and Silent Bob, he really, like, carved out him a little niche for himself, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. his early stuff is, is amazing. It's great. Like, Clerks, I love Chasing Amy. I think Chasing Amy's a brilliant movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Kevin Smith, man. It's hard for me to knock him. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, watch Yoga Hosers and then get back to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, I'm going to send this to you guys because I'm sure Rob hasn't seen it like he didn't last week. Why do you just assume I haven't seen it? Maybe Kat hasn't seen it. I probably haven't seen it, to be fair. Okay, let's see. Pinhead. Oh, I have seen this. There's a new image of Jamie Clayton as Pinhead, new Hellraiser, the bloody disgusting. Check it out. Why does she look all gross? <laughs> She's playing Pinhead. Cat, <laughs> uh, we had this discussion last week. I said I didn't like it. Yeah. I think she looks fucking awesome, and I think the design is great. I think the effects are phenomenal. I think the pins having like, you know, that little bit of a ball top at the end. Mm -hmm. I think it looks great. I don't like it for Pinhead. I have concerns. Okay. Um, my main concern is actually with like some of the, well, I, I think the pins, because they do look more like sewing pins. Right. And again, that like more feminine Pinhead, I was really hoping they would stick more to the genderless Pinhead. Right. I hope that I'm that that's still what they're doing and the images are just misleading i also worry a little bit about like the metal yeah what is she half robot it, she looks a little bit uh it i do worry that they are going to lean more heavily into like a sci-fi aesthetic um uh. i hope they do like it's so hard to tell from these still images it is, but yeah. it they are making me anxious because it's like there are a lot of ways to get this wrong, you know. <laughs> like all they needed was a hot pinhead with crazy eyes. <laughs> There's a hot chick pinhead that had crazy eyes, and we would have been golden. And like, what is she naked? Like that, that kind of like what you were saying, Pat. If if that's what what is supposed to be, because I'm not familiar with the book, but if it's a genderless, you know, if that's what they like, you're leaning into too much feminine stuff. Nope. You know, and if and if that's what you were going for, if you were going for a feminine pinhead. Cool, you're doing a good job. But if you're saying you're going to stick more to the source material, then you're yeah. not doing a good job. Which one are you doing? So that I know. 
you know, I don't know. It, Which, like, to be fair, this is this is a thing that I have put entirely on them. They didn't say that they were going more by the book. That oh, was just okay. kind of the defense that I had. Because when people first got, when the ca casting was first announced, and they were like, uh, look at this pretty lady we cast as Pinhead, and everyone was mad. I was like, no, this is great. Because yeah, right. if we can get a woman playing Pinhead, you know, we can lean into that genderless thing. Right. and. I maybe have gotten my hopes up too much in that regard, uh, looking at some of the designs. Yeah, I mean, and and I don't give a shit either one way or another, but it just doesn't look good. I don't care, man, woman, whatever, it, it don't look good to me. So, yeah. you know, it, that, that's really my thing. I don't know. It's weird. I need a like a pale white, like the colors, not, nothing about this is pinhead. I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping. Me too. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, me too. When's it come out? Yeah, ask me questions. I don't know. <laughs> October 7th on Hulu. All right. We'll find out then. Right. Son of a bitch. Gotta touch stuff. <laughs> it, it's hard for me to believe that Doug Bradley wouldn't be interested if they were doing this, you know, if there was enough there that he think if he that he thought would be good. Ugh. Well, maybe they wanted a different take on it. Maybe they want a chick pinhead. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Again, this is me. I don't like change. That's never gonna be different. So, that's coming from me. I just I love Doug Bradley so much. I, and I'm always like the first one to kind of try to defend like gender bent movies before right. I see yeah. them. Uh, I will say if, out of all the horror villains, if the genderless killer is the first one that gets a gender-bent horror movie i'm gonna like flip out yeah. a little bit <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna make me mad and i don't want it to but i'll tell huh. you i'll <laughs> tell you what off the top of my head i just thought of this if they were to do like a gender swap kind of thing for for a killer mm -hmm. it would be interesting to see like Candyman what they could do that would be very Candyman interesting be right. i mean i don't think pinhead's a bad choice for that like if they tried to be like the next movie starring Michelle Myers, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, a man, woman, what I, I just don't think it looks good for Pinhead. No matter what, yeah. the, who the actor, actress, is, I, I don't care. It just doesn't look great to me. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll Maybe see. it'll look good. We don't know what they're doing yet. We'll hold out hope. But. Something that we don't need to wonder about because we know it's going to be fucking amazing. Terrifier 2. <sighs> yeah. Are you ready, Rob? We're coming. <sighs> When's that you... come out? September 30th. Right. Yeah. Get excited, not... man. What the hell? Come on now. I'll try and watch it. I don't know if I'll be able to see it, but I'll try. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, no. What? What is this? Oh, it's He's a screaming. making a joke also about, <laughs> about how shitty the lighting is. Dark, yeah. Mm. Uh, it does not. There's a screening on uh, September 30th. It does not yeah, come out. Uh, they've they've got to run so many times in theaters to be considered for Oscars. I'm sure that's what they're doing. All right. Well, uh, I I can't stand you. October 6th, I think, is the release. All right. So uh, actually, there is going to be in Long Island in Deer Park, not far from me. Oh, uh, yeah, that's where it's debuting. Are you going? 
I might, man. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Your Twitter. Oh, fuck me. I sent in the uh, memes a little bit early because I had to upload wow. two of them. So it, you, we've got a two for one special on the Gabagooly Mystery Corner today. <laughs> I don't know why I do this fucking show. I don't know why I do it. This is some shit. <sighs> you gotta ruin everything I do. I'm talking about terrifying. Sorry, I was just trying to make sure that they, I could get both of them uploaded. Didn't even let me enjoy what I was talking about. I don't want to talk about it. Now I'm done. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Terrifying is coming out October 6th. And if you're in Deer Park, New York, you can see it first. I don't even know if I want to go now. Are you gonna go? No. Now I'm gonna sit here and be mad about it. People making fun of me for being Italian. What are we calling this thing now? This has been what four weeks? Of, this is a whole month of this now. Yeah, we've got a full month of this. Fuck. Um, and thanks to Chris, thanks to I or Chris, we now have a title for this. It is the Gabagooly Mystery Corner. Why? Why is it Gabagooly Mystery Corner? Why isn't it Gabagool Grab Bag? <laughs> I like alliteration. Uh, talk to I or Chris about it. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta put a note. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris's fault the cat picked it. Uh... Well, he named it in a tweet. I just, that's what the okay. folder's named now. Right, you know what? Well... Normally when we do this, this stupid gabagooly corner thing, which is just people <laughs> anonymously submitting Italian memes to make fun of me for my heritage, it's amazing that we are platforming something like this. I, normally I'll read it. I'm not reading it. I'm not going to do it. So one of you guys to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, there are two. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a two for one. That are equally week. genius. One <laughs> is, uh, uh, it says, uh, Mamma Mia, I need to try these. And it's Reese's Italian and it's just ravioli. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> and then uh, it, when you think about it, though, that kind of is the Italian version of Reese's. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just Reese's highlighting is... the delicious food, Mikey. Right, Reese's is peanut butter covered in chocolate. Ravioli is nothing more than ricotta with the pasta. First of all, you pronounce it ricotta. All right. No, I don't. Maybe you do. Well, you're supposed <laughs> to. This is the way you're supposed to pronounce it. And this is why people make fun of you. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Cat, you're HR too. I would never too. go that far. Oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> Just bring yeah. them to the table and throw. Yeah, them at I'm me. just sharing what the what the listeners. Now the second one is captioned "Just in time for Halloween." It is, <laughs> and it is the Italian Twix, and it's just uh, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is it? Mozzarella or whatever you say. Mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, sticks. Yeah, which again, really is just an Italian mozzarella stick when you think about it. Right? It's just the Italian version of Twix. I mean, I, I don't. Those are next level. Honestly, those are great. <laughs> I couldn't decide which one I liked more and wanted to send in, so mm -hmm. they came in together. And you know, last week too, Kat said that this week was going to be a doozy. Yeah, two for one. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate all of you. And everybody that's involved with this, I yeah. don't like you. Uh, You're fantastic Italian treats for Halloween. They're not Italian treats. They're not even real. It's disgusting. They should be ashamed of themselves. 
you telling many? me ravioli and mozzarella sticks aren't real? I'm telling you that they're not <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups and no, Twix candy they're, bars. They're Italian Reese's and Italian Twix. This is ridiculous. We we have a, we have a segment where I'm I'm attacked for my nationality. I just want to say that one more time. <laughs> you know my favorite thing about having a segment where you're attacked for your nationality is I didn't even create it. You had nothing <laughs> to do with it. My I was favorite just over thing here about my own it business. is that it wasn't you being attacked until today where Rob said that this is why you get made fun of. It's always been me being attacked. What do you mean? They literally <laughs> send them to you to show to me. Like, They're just being sent in anonymously to the show and as the HR department, I want to make sure you guys right. are getting all the and mail. It's, and it's out of love, really, Mikey. It's a celebration yeah. of your heritage and culture. That's all it is. You're just looking at it wrong. I like how Kat says, as the HR department, you're not supposed <laughs> to have these these types of, like, this is just, what the hell is this? You're allowing this in HR. It's because we're an <laughs> inclusive bunch here at Slasher Radio, We and we like to celebrate our diversity. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And we're just celebrating your heritage. That's all it is, man. Why do you get so upset about it? Why, why are you so ashamed to be Italian, Mikey? That's what I think is at the heart of this. No, I'm not. The fact that this is not right. How many submissions do you say we have, Kat? Uh, we have about 10 left. Jesus Christ. So hold on. We can go. We can go another two and a half months, it sounds like. That's yeah. awesome. What yeah. the hell is this? We're, we're damn near into 2023 with Italian memes. Yeah, get those memes in fast, everybody's filling up. I'm <laughs> telling them to fill it up. We don't need any more. Trying to figure out how to get rid of the ones that we have before I have to see them. I have an idea of how to get rid of them. It's <laughs> to send them in one week at a time. <laughs> I do enjoy or the fact that cat had to create a folder on her phone. <laughs> this is ridiculous. The cat, she has to, she has to pay more money for a cloud now. Like you guys are just <laughs> screwing everybody over here. <sighs> All right. Well, that's the end of the news segment slash. <laughs> Make fun yeah. of Mike for being Italian corner. Yeah, Terrifier's coming out. Nobody cares. Just couldn't even let I am sorry I interrupted. Yeah. That. I can't even enjoy Terrifier. You ruined it. Damn it. Robin has outburst. This is just getting out of hand. I got a thing and it was like message. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder what Kat's in. And I looked and I what was I going to do? Not laugh at that? It would have been nice. If you would have just looked at it and went, oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. People shouldn't do that. You know, maybe stand up for me a little bit. I always stand up for you, Mikey. You laughed your ass off. Because it's funny. Oh, my God. It's a celebration. You should enjoy it. I guess we'll put these up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not on Twitter, on uh, Patreon. <laughs> so, although, were, were these were there patrons that sent these in, Kat? These two? Uh, No. No! I don't think so. Here's the thing the is that fuck? I've now gotten enough of them that I'm having a tough time remembering who sent me what. If you're not a patron, you're, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> like, you don't get to make fun of me for my nationality if you're not. You shouldn't be doing it if you're a patron anyway. <laughs> but you definitely shouldn't be doing this if you're not a patron. Uh, what I heard from Mikey just there is that patrons pay for the privilege of making fun of him for being Italian. Yes. Yeah, I can. I, I can live with. A little, I sleep a little better at night 
knowing that much, at least. <laughs> Come on now. Like we said last week, this, not our Patreon, takes off. This. Yeah, right? Uh, one thing from the show takes off, and it's not the Patreon. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. I just don't know how we like every time it comes up. Like I just try to figure out how we got here. Like it's crazy. If it makes you feel any better, Mikey, I screen the most offensive ones. <laughs> there was one that kind of uh, I was like, I can't send this, right? <laughs> wow. And I haven't. <laughs> now I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see that one too. <laughs> Do you still have it? When I said, I think I still have it. Um, if I dig it up and send it next week, you have only yourself to blame, Mikey. <laughs> I kind of want, like, I mean, it has to be seen now, right? <laughs> but I, I have been screening, like, the worst ones. <laughs> this one I thought was hilarious. Well, if you have any questions about them, you can just send them to me. Can't ask me if you think they're, it's, too, it's too expensive. I'll let you know. You'll just send them to Mikey. <laughs> That's true. We won't have, can't do that because we won't have this fucking segment anymore. And then you'll blame me. You'll be like, look, you can't send this to me. <laughs> Uh, I never win. Never, ever, ever, ever do I win. <sighs> Alright. We're done with this crap. Until next week, apparently. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash slash radio if you want to see. Uh, I, I'm not calling them by the gobble thing anymore. It's that, that, even that's <laughs> insulting. These stupid images that attack me. I don't think gobble insulting, is it? At this point, yes. <laughs> it's yeah. just like some kind of meat or something. I don't even really know what it is. Even Chris Chris tagged me in something. Where'd it go? Pizza time. He tagged me. At, oh, yeah. It's something called like Italian check. And this kid put a, like, just threw slices of white bread, put <laughs> American cheese slices on it, and ketchup and put it in the oven like it's a pizza. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I don't know, pizza. I don't know. Um, anyway, we're done with the news. We're done with this crap. And uh, <laughs> we will be back in a short break. After a short break with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mr. Humphrey? Yes. This is uh this was your pick. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. The classic. You've uh you've stuck up for this quite a bit. Uh-huh. Several occasions. Well, yeah. What do you have to say for it? Uh I enjoy it. I think it's a fun movie. It's a you know, more of a horror black comedy than it is anything else, but it is gorier than the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, which is a movie that's often remembered as being super gory, but isn't. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I think this is just a, a good fun. It's like uh, what happens when Leatherface goes to Dallas. That's kind of funny. Never thought of it that way. When Leatherface goes to Dallas. Yeah. Um, Kat, do you have any, uh, you want me to go first? Do you have any opinions? Yeah, on you this? can go first if you want. Okay. <sighs> There's certain things you can't do shit with and i don't like that this was done with the texas chainsaw massacre 
I don't like that it was done as early as it was done. The first, like it was right out of the rip with number two. Like what the hell? Usually, you know, you get the 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 the, the leprechaun hoods later on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if it was named something else, I would probably have a better opinion on it. But I I don't like that they like Texas Chainsaw was so gritty, and I know the Toby Hooper thing, and he that's how he imagined it, and I he was wrong. <laughs> I know, I know, far be it for me to say it. I don't understand, but I I don't know, man, because I, I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original film, was so perfect, and and it did everything that it was supposed to do, and it was that grittiness and that 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 that. Even though, kind of like you mentioned, Rob, not as gory as people tend to give it credit for, but it was there and it was sadistic and all that. Don't do this to it. That's what I. That's how I. Well, this keep in mind, this wasn't right out of the gate. This was this came out like a good twelve years after the original. Did not realize it was that long, but still, it was the second movie. Come on, it was the second movie, yeah, but it was yeah. like ten or twelve years or something after the original. That's crazy. Didn't realize that. I really like this one. Son of a um, bitch. I think it's a lot of fun. I I like it for very different reasons than I like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, this is a, a lot more fun, you know? Um, but pretty much if you ask me if I want to watch either one, I don't think I'm ever going to say no. <laughs> I will say on my own, if left to my own devices, I rewatch this one less frequently. Um, but it's a fun time. You know, I, I wasn't disappointed when it was picked. I had a fun time sitting down to watch it. I actually watched both of them back to back and had a fun time and yeah i think it helps knowing that it the vision was always kind of for this to be a black comedy Mm. and this is the one this is where we get that you know so can you guys at least see where i'm coming from though yeah i can because there are times where i felt that way about franchises um there are times where i felt that way in this franchise uh with the most recent with the Netflix disaster where it's like, look what they've done to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and, and I understand feeling protective of the franchise. Like, like I get it. Um, it just doesn't bother me so much here. I don't know that I understand it as much as I'm not surprised by it. You just don't like fun movies. <laughs> it's not even that. Cause you know, like I said, if it was named something else, cause I'm not going to sit here and say it was bad. Because it did a lot of shit good, and we'll get into to, to that stuff. But I I just don't think it belongs on a Texas Chainsaw Massacre title. I will say there is this is something that's been bothering me lately. It's been just getting really under my skin. Is we don't have the capacity to make standalone horror films anymore. Like if something does well, it has to have a sequel or a prequel mm-hmm. or a remake. Or I, I do think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre would have been the perfect standalone film. Yeah. I think it's kind of untouchable, amazing. Just, but I, I am kind of glad that if they were going to have just like a really silly balls to the wall over the top one, it was the second one because it kind of it got it out of the way, you know. And then I wasn't as offended by the remakes or the other, the whatever the Greg Nicotero, wherever that fit into the timeline, 
I wasn't as mad about those. I, mm-hmm. I did still get mad about the Netflix one, but that just sucked. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there was no franchise of these movies, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre would be the perfect standalone horror movie. Yeah. And that I do think is sad because we don't have those anymore. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was actually before right after I watched this one, I thought about watching three. I haven't seen that one in forever. I don't remember the last time I saw three. I don't know this uh this franchise had a lot of stars in it though. I didn't realize it. Um I don't I really don't remember three, but I was looking at it and apparently Vigo Mortensen's in it. Oh. And uh of course that had the one famously with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Um, newest one was Star Studded. Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, so it doesn't bother you at all that they did it's this an thing. outlier. In the in the franchise, there's no doubt about that. But no, it doesn't bother me. I think it's a it's a good time. I don't know how you could just ignore. It's that. a better movie than most of the other sequels. You're right. So I'm not yeah. gonna be. How upset can I be about it? I I you can be pretty pissed. <laughs> uh, but I I will say this, and um, I think this is the best part of the movie. Bill Mosley is chop top. Yeah, um, I like Chop I Top, and, and I, don't I like know if Bill he's the best part of the movie. But... but I would not say he's the best part of the movie. I don't know how they convinced Dennis Hopper it. to be in this movie, <laughs> but he is genius casting. Wonderful choice. He's amazing. I, I think by far and away, Bill Mosley stole the show. Bill Mosley's very good. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not great. He's not great. But Dennis Hopper to me is is the one who. Who makes this movie work? He's he's just incredible. Cat, um, you who you agree with the Dennis Hopper thing? Um. So my favorite part of the movie, the <laughs> me avoiding the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's hard because I do like Bill Mosley as an actor, so it's always kind of like fun to see him and stuff, you know. <laughs> and he did a great job in this. Uh. I do think that my favorite part of the movie was actually not any of the performances. What has always drawn me in about Texas Chainsaw 2 is the set. I love the set for this movie so much. It yeah. makes no sense, but it's so visually striking. Like, it's such an interesting... There's so much to pick apart, you know? Yeah, it is. And I think... But looking at the performances, it's hard to say who really gives the best performance in this movie for me. Because mm-hmm. I also, along with the other two, I think Caroline Williams is great as Stretch. Like, I think she's really good. I think, so, that's an interesting thing, because I think her character is not very well written, but I think she does an amazing job with the script, so. Yeah, I could see that. I, she might be my favorite performance, I think, yeah. even though I don't think she's my favorite character. But, you know, when you're talking about favorite parts, it's hard for me to pick up a favorite part. It's either... The scene where Dennis Hopper goes chainsaw ch- shopping, which is amazing. It's pretty good. Or the scene where it's Dennis Hopper versus Leatherface in a chainsaw fight. I will say uh, one of my only notes, I because I haven't been as good about taking notes since we've started doing good movies. Mm-hmm. Because um, I just I get absorbed and I watch the movie. Uh, so I did really well in the beginning and then I got invested in the movie. I stopped taking notes. One of my I, I came back 
two taking notes just to write down, I think we need more chainsaw fights in movies. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I like I fell in love with Chop Top in that that scene where he's in the waiting room of the studio and like all that. Like just watching that, that was like a just give Bill Mosley some camera time and stand back. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he he just did just a little shit about that character, man. A little bit, the scratching of the head and like all this stuff. It was so fucking well done, man. And uh I it sucked because then after that you see this leather face Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know how you guys are okay with what they went from to what they where they're at with this movie i will say horny leather face is weird that is my least favorite we we just talked about favorites i do think uh the leather face story this time around is uh the worst part of yeah. not just this movie, but maybe like the first round of movies. Uh, I don't like that. I, I I don't like the concept very much. I don't like thinking about that. It makes me very uncomfortable, <laughs> and not yeah. in, not in a good way. Yeah, you know, because like the first movie made me uncomfortable also, but it's why it's one of my favorite films. This was just like mm, questionable. I. And I'm not at all surprised, Mikey, that the uh, studio scene was one of your favorite. I think that's when this feels the most like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. is like in that scene. It's very tense. It's very yeah. gritty. Like, I think it was done very well. It was executed yeah. well. Yeah. Also, uh, they got radio pretty right, which was nice. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I, I yeah. try to ask whenever we do radio. Yeah. Did, did a good job with that. Although second week in a row, there are no magic phones in radio stations. She can just hang up anytime was, she wants and it disconnects the call. I was going to ask because they make a big deal. She's trying to get them to hang up for a long time. Yeah, she keeps saying, you have to hang up. You have to hang up. No, 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 they don't. If you <laughs> hang up the phone, I promise you that call will disconnect. <laughs> Yeah, that was, I was going to ask you which got a closer Ponty pool with this one. Um, they were both very good. They were both very good. I think this one may have, the, the only reason I might give it to this one is because that looks more like the inside of a radio station <laughs> Fair. than, than what Ponty pool does, but both of them were pretty good. Um, but the Ponty major... pool had the like surprise musical guest. Yeah, yes, that was very good too. The, um. The the major sin that uh, that they both committed was the phone thing. The phones and radio stations work just like phones in real life. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, they're just phones. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, what was my? Oh, yeah. Well, that leads into a really important part too. You know, another the scene that rivals the the Bill Mosley chop top scene. The scene that rivals it for me is the bridge scene. The bridge scene is good. I like that a lot. It's fucking great, dude. Because, you know, again, I try and do this with movies, especially older ones. You put yourself in that time. And uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was so... It it set the foundation for so much. Uh, Some argue all of it, you know? And you got the first one, and there's been this much time, and it's like, holy shit, another fucking Texas Chainsaw movie. No way. And you know, it turned out to be very different. But at the beginning, you don't know that yet. 
and you're seeing this bridge scene and it's like the zombie looking dude the kid shoots him and the fucking thing falls off it's like holy shit you know let Leatherface and we know it's Leatherface but they're sitting there like what the fuck is that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and then you get the great effects with the head being sliced and everything that was a that is a very underrated scene in the yeah. horror world. Well, special effects and makeup man Tom Savini. Yeah, wasn't up. that what he was called in that one review? <laughs> <laughs> Shitty oh, review that you yeah. read it was like special effects man Tom Savini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got a candy he, bar, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he may have been the first one to get a candy bar. I don't he remember. Been, I don't yeah. remember. But uh, yeah, that, that looks great. I think the effects are pretty good uh, throughout the movie. They look they look pretty damn good. But, but what do you do? very underrated in the world of horror, though, man. No, this, yeah. this scene don't get talked about enough. No, because this movie's not remembered for the gore and stuff. Funny enough, the first one, which doesn't have a <laughs> lot of gore, is remembered for being super gory. And this one, which has a ton of gore, isn't remembered for the gore. It's remembered as being sort of the wacky one. That's something oh. that I think, Rob, just be prepared to be mad at me for bringing this up. Uh, but it's something that has always. I, I I think the Saw franchise has always kind of reminded me of Texas Chainsaw for that reason. Holy where it's shit. like the first one got this reputation for being just like over the top. No one wants to see this. It's too disgusting. But it was really more of like a psychological film. Uh, oh. And then they move into the second one where they did actually start to show. I Maybe not even the second one because it had a lot of cutaways that I think took inspiration. Uh, but then like the third one. At that point, everyone had stopped. They're like, oh, they're all the same. But that was the one where it got, like, really over the top and gory and gross. And no one ever really talks about that because that was something that they already felt had been ingrained into the franchise. Um, But this was the first, like, situation that really did something like that, where it's like Texas Chainsaw was just supposed to be so unhandleable for being gory and... Yeah, no, I'm not mad about that at all. I think that's a that's a good comparison. Saw and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The first two movies were good, and the rest are terrible. Damn. <laughs> uh, both franchises line up nicely. We might, we might have two contenders for Murder by Numbers right there. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't want to rank the Texas Chainsaw movies. God damn it! Oh, but if we had Texas Chainsaw on the list, uh, we would all have the same bottom pick again. Oh no, we wouldn't, would we? Spiral. I forgot about Spiral. Yeah, that's going to be a strong contender. Ooh. <laughs> well, but. um, yeah, effects great. That scene great. Um, yeah. Now that scene is is really good, and and it is effective uh, when he shoots the the face and uh, Leatherface is behind it. It it's oh. pretty incredible. I you know, but again, Dennis Hopper shows up, and the one guy's like, "These are just people out raising hell." And he's like, "Yeah, he raised so much hell, he cut his own head with a chainsaw while driving down the highway." Yeah. <laughs> So good. He's so damn good in this movie. So his performance is really what really good. Uh, again, I had some issues with the script. I and this was something that I had while I was taking notes. Usually it doesn't bother me. And even as I was watching, I started to have like too much fun and forget that I was analyzing and mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of let it go. In the beginning, while I was like trying to look for stuff to talk about, uh he complains because like no one's taking him seriously and everyone thinks he's a joke and the the whole chainsaw thing is silly and right 
but then like he's bad at investigating also <laughs> like she's trying to give him evidence and he's trying to like kick her out and he doesn't even want to listen to the tape to see if it's real and yeah. then when he does finally listen to it later in the movie he's like i'll only do it if you play it on the radio because then other people will he will hear which was the point that he was arguing against earlier yeah which seems like a really bad investigative bad. technique like I don't, I don't feel like the police would be like here broadcast this evidence on the radio so that people can hear it that wouldn't make sense but like one of my first notes was like i have a, a theory as to why it's taking you so long to find right. the spares because yeah. like yeah. it's who oh boy yeah i read uh just recently um a book from it's an older book uh called homicide uh, a year on the killing streets uh, and it's fantastic. It's a great book, but it's a uh, this reporter basically was uh, spent a year with the homicide detectives in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I took away from that book is, uh, yeah, they like evidence, um, but they also <laughs> like to withhold evidence from people. Oh, geez. Um, so they would not want you to broadcast it on the radio would be my guess. I, um, yeah. I mean, or investigation. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I don't think that was anything to do with like. Dennis Hopper. I, I think he did really, yeah, just really well in the I mean, role. Yeah. It's just the script was like a little bit yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of interference with the script too. We'll talk about later, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think he's fantastic. I think that, uh, the scene where he's chainsaw shopping is just amazing because the guy's like, Oh, you should try these out. And he's like having a fake fight with a tree stump or whatever. It's so fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and even that guy's great in that, in that scene where he's just like laughing. I don't think there was any bad performance. Like, I don't think you could call any performance in here bad. Just period. No, everyone did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird that that's the case. And I'm sitting here saying that I'm not crazy about the movie. But it's true. Like, it's because really... you're difficult. <laughs> I'm not difficult. <sighs> In appearance alone, man, these Leatherfaces are not under. It looked like a parody of Leatherface. The Leatherface doesn't look great. Oh, it looks terrible. No. no. And, the, and the horny Leatherface with a crush thing is weird. I, I hate that um, very Leatherface so much. is by far the worst aspect of this movie, I think. Which, again, <laughs> it's weird for us to be saying that about a Texas Chainsaw yeah. film. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost You're like right. he's. Leatherface <laughs> is like. In this movie, Leatherface isn't really the big bad. Chop Top is. Yeah. Um, Which is so, why yeah. I think he's the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's very good. He's very good. I like the character a lot. I don't know, man. It, just looking at, like, even the, the creepy fucking humping thing, like, I, I don't even want to talk about that. That's fucked up. <laughs> but that, it just take all that away. You still got the appearance. Like, who sat there? And looked at this all put together and say, yeah, this is how we're going to go. Yeah, Man, it doesn't look, it doesn't even look scary. A tight ass fucking suit. Yeah. With a weird ass tie. Like, I, the, the mask didn't even, like you said, it wasn't scary. There was no aspect of it mm -hmm. being scary, creepy. It just looked like a fake ass mask. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I do think the leather face was the worst part of the movie, but I still think it's a very good movie. I can't call it a good movie. Is this because they fucked up a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fucked up Leatherface, and that was my complaint with the new one. And here we are again with you focusing on one element of the movie and disregarding <laughs> everything else, just like every single movie. I'm focusing on Leatherface again. 
in a Texas Chainsaw movie. But they gave you an alternate big bad in this movie with Chop Top. Who you like? Then this should have been something else, man. It should have been a Texas Chainsaw spinoff. That's the way I look at it. I'm like, I, I can't. Uh, it, it annoys the shit out of me. There might be a suit thing all over again. If you want to say that, fine. But I hate it. I hate Leatherface in this <laughs> so much. Like it, everything about him is. It's not like we're talking about a regular run in the mill character here, man. They fucked up Leatherface. I look. I admit it's weird. It's weird that Leatherface is the worst part of this movie, and it's a Texas Chainsaw movie, and I like it. Like all of that's weird because that should not be the case. But it just everything else in the movie works so well that I don't even mind that. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, where it's like, I feel like there are a lot of things that could disqualify me from liking this film, but I like it enough regardless. <laughs> yeah, I do find that I like the, it's a little uneven for me. I enjoy the first half a lot more than the second. Um, About the time she gets to the amusement park and they end up in the underground layer, while I still enjoy that, I don't like it as much, because I like the idea of um, Leatherface and and crew being loose in the city and with them in the layer underneath the amusement park it's a little there's less of that that's really interesting because i have almost the exact opposite like i also feel like it was a little bit uneven but i liked the second half a lot more interesting i I think that's where it hits its stride yeah uh there was more stuff filmed in the city too or or not you know in the city but with them on the loose, and we'll talk a little bit about that later too. Fair enough. Yeah, I got so I got quite a bit of trivia on this movie. There's quite a bit of it out there. Uh, I when we get to reviews, I have a lot of review titles that were just Chef's Kiss. <laughs> they were amazing. Uh, a lot of the reviews sucked. You're making the Italian the titles, fingers, aren't you? I was. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> Stop attacking me. Sorry. Both these. Jeez. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm not gonna let that one go. This is the most valid I've been about one of my latch on complaints. Maybe, but you can't fuck up Leatherface. That's not saying much. You haven't been valid a lot. I will say I, <laughs> I agree with you that this is a valid complaint. You fucked up. Leatherface. Let me ask you this, Mikey. It's made as a black comedy. Did you find it funny at all? Uh, I think I points. laughed a few times. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, I didn't like that. That it's a black comedy, though. I don't like that. Give me a heart. It's Texas Chainsaw. Don't do that. All right. See, so I feel like maybe you just hate the concept out of the box. I do. Yeah, I do. And I'm fine with the, with you know the concept itself, but. You just certain things you can't do it with. Don't do this with Texas Chainsaw. Uh-uh. All right. So Kat and I both said it's an uneven movie. I like the first part. She liked the second part. Which part did you like better? Mm. I don't know, man. It's uh... interesting because the first part is both a little bit. It's got more of those moments of tension. But it also has a lot of the over-the-top ridiculous stuff that I yeah. imagine he doesn't like. Yeah, I damn. It had the bridge though. It did, bridge. Have, it did the have the bridge. Yeah, it did have yeah. the damn bridge, but that's all it had to be. 
damn yeah i guess the first part i don't know it's such a fucking weird ass way and you know if it it the first part should have been like a chop top spinoff and it would have been pretty good and the, the, the second part of it kind of lined up pretty well with a texas chainsaw movie a little different approach yeah i mean they had the dinner scene and they had grandpa back yeah but it was so cartoony in a way you know yeah yeah yeah, I think if anything really bothered me about just the story, it was Leatherface and Love. I wasn't crazy about. Yeah. Humping the chainsaw and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that made me laugh, but. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, when he was like humping with the chainsaw. Yeah, that made me laugh. I didn't. Find that not the funny. weird part when he was running it up or in her thigh. That was creepy. Yeah. In like not a good way. Just a <laughs> creepy way. And, you know, and. <laughs> I don't know. I'd imagine it was done intentionally, but the scene just didn't like there's you could have did more to kind of point towards that. Like if you're going for that type of uncomfort, like eh, there's so many other things that you should have done with it and you didn't. So now it's not really like, oh, look what they're trying to do. They're trying to make me uncomfortable. It's just, oh, that's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I will uh I'll say this the the absolute scariest scene in this movie for me was when Chop Top was in the record vault just throwing vinyl around. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, you monster? <laughs> yeah, that'd uh, be upsetting. The scene with the ch- like um with him running the chainsaw up her leg, I will say that is my the embodiment of my issue with Stretch as a character, because the performances were amazing. She was really smart trying to take control of a situation like that and trying to manipulate him. Uh, it was something that we've seen in horror movies, but it wasn't something that we'd seen in this franchise yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's just not... But then she seems so surprised when he turns the chainsaw on, and it's like, you had to know you were playing with fire. Like... <laughs> Right. Was your follow through plan all along just to scream if the chainsaw got turned on? Like you initiated this. <laughs> like she's almost, and it's the same when she's like running through the house, mm-hmm. uh, trying to escape. Where it's like she just she has no follow through. She finally makes it up the stairs and then like doesn't even try to get like across to the other side. She doesn't do any exploring or hiding or you know. That's that's she what just I kept thinking. Backtracks. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just hide? There's shit everywhere. Certainly and, you can find a place to hide. And th- I think that would have been like hiding on the upper level of that thing would have been the smartest approach because they're going to go out chasing her and then she has a time yeah. to get out, you know, but then and then she backtrack backtracks to the pipe and then mm-hmm. like runs around right in front of them to get to just a different pipe and it's like i she she doesn't think very far ahead as a final girl and that was kind of my big pet peeve about her yeah yeah meanwhile dennis hopper's just running around chopping up everything with a chainsaw yeah (laughs) Yeah. and he comes across franklin that was kind of cool (laughs) yeah that was yeah Yeah. i don't know man i'm call back it, it was way too cartoony for me, and I don't like that in my Texas Chainsaw movies. Not gonna change. All right, Mikey doesn't like fun things. <laughs> Not with Texas Chainsaw. It's too different. It's too different. And maybe they looked at it and said they weren't going to be able to recreate that again because it's hard to recreate fire like that, you know. But 
ah, man, you, it, th- this would have been a perfect chop top spinoff. Perfect. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Could maybe, maybe should have been. And you yeah, but if you had away. called it Chop Top Massacre, people would have been like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, nobody would have <laughs> known what that was. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It. I think it would have helped with the legacy of this, and it could have spawned a whole new franchise of movies with Chop Top, which I wouldn't have been mad at that at all. Hell, I I would take a Chop Top movie right now. Yeah, maybe that's what Netflix has planned. Netflix. <laughs> oh God, no! God, so don't let them ruin Chop Top. They might get Chop Top for it though. That wouldn't be a. It would be a good idea, but they don't deserve it. You know. Yeah. Because they'll ruin it. I put them on a party bus, a neon party bus, and oh, uh, uh, God damn that! I hate that movie so much. <laughs> But, um, all right. Do you want to get to trivia reviews, all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, my last note. Oh. Uh, the one note I didn't read. Uh, <laughs> you, you can tell I might have been a little bit inebriated when I was watching this. Um, I figured out where Rob got his Dead by Daylight strategy from. <laughs> the, <laughs> the the wiggling. There was like that one shot that was just really. I think it might have been the strangest shot in the movie. I think it's supposed to come across as Leatherface like trying to get the chainsaw started, but there is a shot where he just kind of wiggles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Because it was like yeah. mid chase. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Like when like, she's running from him and, uh, something starts like falling in front of her. Yeah. And I, I think ultimately, I think they didn't know. Because at that point, if Leatherface was going to kill her with a chainsaw, he easily could have. Right. But instead, they just had him wiggle around. <laughs> they just had him wiggle for a shot. And yeah, I was like, and what dance is this? Around. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was, I laughed a lot at that. I also laughed. Did you? Too. I found it really funny when he put LG's face on her and then the <laughs> hat, and she was just standing there wearing LG's hat and face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I found it so funny. I thought that was one of the creepier moments. The really? Movie. I thought it was funny for some reason. I do think that was one of the most effective because I think it was both. It was like because she had this, especially once he left and she was just alone. And it's like mm-hmm. she's in this really distressing, like it's one of the more disturbing situations to be in in the movie. Uh, but it was also very funny how it was done because he's just like so matter of fact about it. Like, okay, next step, yeah, face on the girl. <laughs> yeah, but it, what's what I also thought was funny about it was what was he doing? Like, because he's he's made sure that she was tied up and couldn't get away, right? Uh-huh. But also at that point, he's still trying to keep the fact that she's there a secret from the rest of the family. Was he thinking that that was like a disguise for her? I I have and, no idea what was going yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, because later when she runs from one pipe to the other, and the um, I don't know if that guy was that guy their older brother or their dad. I I wasn't sure. The older guy though says, "Did you see that?" And he says yes, and then he says no. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, which one is it? <laughs> it had its moments, man. It had some weird uh, son of a bitch. Why'd they have to do this? <laughs> because it was brilliant. That's why. 
Oh, and we talked about, like, how good some of the other special effects were. I was really impressed with LG standing up with no face. <laughs> like, I thought the scene just... I The special effects really were good. Yeah, yeah. LG's one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that looked absolutely stupid was when Leatherface would like get the chainsaw going and he'd hold it over his head and yeah. do like that running in place thing. <laughs> it was that's so funny. He looked like a Flintstone. <laughs> it looks so stupid. It did it not look like some Fred Flintstone would do? Uh, it does. You're right, but yeah. you know, again, that's the movie. Every time he revved it, I heard Yabba Dabba Do in my head. <laughs> Every time, I'm serious, dude. Like I couldn't get into it like that. I can't. Uh, all right. Cat, well, do you want to do you want to go through your reviews? Yeah, um so first and foremost, uh the ratings from Rotten Tomatoes. This has a tomato meter of 48%. It has an audience score of 44%. <laughs> Too low on both of those. Um IMDb has the highest with a user rating of 5.6 out of 10 i'm not really surprised though this is a pretty divisive movie for obvious reasons yeah i do feel like this is a movie that you either really dig or you really hate um i have and, and like i said i have some where i just wanted to talk about the titles of reviews because it took me a really long time to actually find two reviews worth reading in their entirety on the show um <laughs> But one of them is a good remake of the first film, which just. OK, <laughs> what a way to start. Um, and then it follows it up by saying it. they gave it their own star rating. They did not rate it uh, with IMDb's rating. They gave it half out of four. <laughs> so, OK, rate um, your own scale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they also complimented it and then gave it half which i right? just thought yeah, was really yeah. interesting, interesting there's yeah. a lot to unpack um, yeah. and then the good review that i found for it uh eight out of ten stars um <laughs> this is from imdb user alchemical 38692 perfect um underrated uh, all capital letters by the way underrated and better than the original <laughs> what right. uh so we're two plus years into the pandemic and I'm on a horror kick. I can't believe I just found this. While I appreciate the first movie and its place in horror law, this is better in every respect. Do you there think some... meant lore? I think so. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, there are some dead set creepy scenes and it has a great sense of humor. If you like to 420 movies and you haven't seen this, it's essential viewing, dot, dot, dot. Thank me later. Um... <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say this, though. We have horror court, so I guess it makes sense there would be horror law. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Better that's than true. the original, he said, Mikey. What do you think about that? I, I can't believe you have fired up candy bar for him. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, I'm not saying it's better than the original, but I'm not mad that somebody would think it is. I am furious that somebody would think it is. No, I mean, like, I I prefer the original, but they're two very different kind of movies. So I think if, if you are 
more apt to like this kind of movie, then I could see why you would think it's better than the original. <sighs> I guess that's fair. Uh, like I, it, I disagree strongly, but I, I do kind of understand. I guess. <laughs> I don't. Mm-mm. No, no, no. You can't. The original and this one, they they don't get categorized at all to me. They have two completely different things. If somebody watched 2022 and said that was better than the original, I would be pissed. Yeah. Um, but just the overall tone and everything is so different between this and the original. No, that's what I'm saying. That between this one and the original, the tone is so different that I think if you're inclined to like this kind of movie more than the type of movie the original is, then I could see why you would say it's a better movie. That's all. Um, the other bad review. Uh, oh no, that was that was our good review, right? Where did I start? I, I've lost track of this. Um. <laughs> Our first bad review title is just, it's one out of 10 stars. Oh, please tell me they did not do this. <laughs> Which Written I thought by was Mikey fun. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is one out of 10 stars. Woeful. No redeeming qualities. Damn. Well, that's just not true. Um, There's a lot to like about this movie. <laughs> the... Uh, this one has two out of ten stars. It's called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Too pathetic. <laughs> oh, I kind of like what they did there, though. Yeah, I'll it's kind of fun. Yeah, I'll give them that. They had some fun with the titles for these. Yeah. Um, and then the other title that I wanted to read is, uh, one out of ten stars. Illegal lefty turn, which was uh, oh, kind of a fun. Right. It, you have to think about that one a little bit yeah. harder. But... Yeah, I see what they did there. I like it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, I did have one other uh, review title to read, and it's two out of ten stars. I used to believe in God. And, uh, <laughs> I really love the drama of that one. Yeah, that seems a little over the top. Uh, but the the review that I found, the bad review that I found, um, is one out of ten stars. Uh, worst movie I have ever seen. I went into this film with good intentions, although the first Texas Chainsaw chainsaw massacre was hokey and low budget it was a fine horror film and had good characters the family was terrific however this movie was downright awful i'm still in awe of the badness of this film see that's just way too harsh it's pretty harsh um i i i did also um i didn't save the review because i didn't feel like calling anyone out i read (laughs) too much too specifically for harmless um because they gave it it was like a seven out of ten it was they they had some good points on both sides but it did open with i'm curtain that the people being harsh on this are just being mean and i i know that curtain is just not the word that they meant to use but i have been thinking about it uh pretty much all evening i'm curtain they picked the wrong word But yeah, uh, so those are the reviews. I will say I found a lot of, uh, I thought it was interesting that IMDb had it rated higher than Rotten Tomatoes because a lot of the reviews seemed bad. Like I Mm. found a lot of one and two star ratings and Mm. not a lot of people defending it. Rightfully so. Just stop, Mikey. You're being silly. (laughs) Um, and now we've got some trivia we do trivia wise the budget was 4.7 million 
the worldwide gross was eight million. Uh, the uh, I don't know if you guys saw the posters that they used to advertise the movie. It was also the video cover. Yeah. Um, it was the uh, uh, a parody of the promotional materials produced for the Breakfast Club, which came out, I believe, a year earlier. <laughs> How do you um, do that with this movie? I think that was the signal to people that it was uh, a, a change in tone, a comedy. Not... Yeah. yeah. Uh, the corpse, the corpse that Chop Top and Leatherface carry around with them is um, that of the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, or from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, um, that's fun. Yeah. Director Toby Hooper and co-writer of the original movie, uh, Kim Hinkle. Um, originally had an idea for a sequel that would feature an entire town of cannibals and was also a satire of the film Motel Hell, which itself was a satire of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The title of that sequel was uh, going to be behind or beyond the Valley of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the studio forced a lot of changes onto the screenplay. At one point, they even hired a new screenwriter for the film. What a title, though. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love the whole thing of like making a parody or a satire of a movie that was a satire of your movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Dennis Hopper uh, said that this was the worst movie he had ever been in. Um, although later he would say the same thing about Super Mario Brothers. So I have no idea which one. He Super Mario Brothers is worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, for his part, Bill Mosley has said that uh, the role of Chop Top is his favorite character that he's played. Um, I don't know how recently he said that. I wonder if Otis might now be his favorite just because he's done it in three different films. Uh, also, we're forgetting about Repo. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> I, I think we are. <laughs> we're, not, we're not forgetting that at all. I think maybe we are. Um, Repo's better than this. No, stop. I, yeah. I'm not going to say that... Uh, Repo is better than this. I believe it, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I do think that Luigi Largo, I, that just has to be a fun character to play, right? Where you just get to like shout all your lines yeah. and stab people. Like <laughs> he looked like he was having a blast. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I don't have a date on like when he made that statement. So I don't know if it's still right. his favorite character or not. Uh, Bill Mosley created a short film parody entitled The Texas Chainsaw Manicure where he played a small <laughs> role as the hitchhiker and showed it to a screenwriter who was able to show it to Toby Hooper. And Hooper loved it, and so he kept uh, Mosley in mind for a part if he would ever make a sequel. So when the time <laughs> came to, to cast this movie, he contacted Mosley about playing Chop Top. Amazing. Um, which is the twin brother of the hitchhiker, by the way. Did not know that. Uh, there was a lengthy scene in which the Sawyer family goes out hunting for prime meat, but it was cut for pacing in the movie. So there was more of them running around the, the uh, city. Uh, one of the scenes involved them uh, massacring a bunch of people in a movie theater, one of which was Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, uh, yeah, he was cut from the movie. However, if you look at the credits, he is listed in the credits, but uh, he did not make the final cut of the film. Joe Bob, by the way, has called uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre the greatest film ever made. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, not surprised that uh, they got him for the sequel. Uh, Hoyt's distribution, which had uh, distributed 90% of Canon's titles in Australia, Canon was the production company, I believe, 
uh, submitted this film for classification in 1986. The film was deemed highly offensive by the classification board and refused a rating, which effectively banned the film in Australia. Um, they considered cutting the film, but the scenes and elements that offended the board were so many that it was decided not to release the picture altogether. It stayed in effect until MGM submitted the ban or submitted the film again 20 years later when they could finally release it. Uh, this was also banned originally in the UK and Germany for being offensive. Wow. Uh, many fans of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre disliked the movie due to its emphasis on gore and wacky humor. Toby, Her Hup Toby Hooper argued that black humor was also present in the original film, but viewers never acknowledged it. I don't get that. In the original screenplay, Stretch was going to be Lefty's illegitimate daughter. I'm kind of glad they cut that. Yeah. I think it would have made it a worse movie. Um, the name of the hitchhiker uh, from the first film is revealed in this film when Drayton Sawyer uh, gets a grenade from the corpse and says, come here, nubbins. What a name. Yeah, nubbins. Right? <laughs> His name was nubbins? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. A fire erupted one night in the downtown Austin building where much of the movie took place. When firemen arrived, they found bodies and thought they'd stumbled upon the la layer of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, here's something I like. This one's kind of long, but I, I do like it. Caroline Williams revealed to Dread Central that she considers the character of Stretch to have uh, reappeared in two further films, one of them in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. She is uh, she appears uncredited in the role of a TV reporter in Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and according or Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Sorry. And according to Williams, uh, the director, Jeff Burr, told her, look, I, I don't know how long these chainsaw films will carry on, but I want to keep your character alive. I don't want to get rid of you. You're not mentioned anywhere in the script, but I want to make sure that for the ages, if anybody wants to revisit Stretch, it has to be you. You'll be seen in part three. The fans will know it's you. Aw, that's kind of sweet. She also appears in Hatchet 3. She plays a news reporter, Amanda Palmer, and she says that uh, BJ McConnell told her she stretched. That's what we're doing here. I played the character <laughs> of Amanda precisely as she would be. Stretch grew up, changed her name, and uh, and because she's uh, who she is, she's obsessed with pursuing these legends or these myths, which in her mind are not myths at all. Wow. She also appears in Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens, as a character called Stretch, but she doesn't include this in the description of her character's other movie appearances. So I don't know if she's disowning Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens or not. I don't know why anybody would. Yeah, that seems like a weird thing to leave off. Yeah. Gunnar Hansen was approached to play the role of Leatherface. Uh, he claimed he was offered scale plus 10%, with the 10% going to his agent. When he told him that he had no, when he told them that he had no agent, they offered him scale without the additional ten percent, <laughs> and he said it was too low, <laughs> so he did not take the role. Damn. In the Sawyer clan's lair, they're uh, uh, hanging from the ceiling. I noticed this, and I think it may be the first time I've ever noticed this. There's a skeleton riding a bomb and waving a cowboy hat over his head. That's an homage to the ending scene in Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Atomic Bomb. Did you guys notice that? 
I didn't notice, but no. I do think that's fun. Yeah, it's it's there. And uh, this was I, on this watch, I think, was the very first time I ever noticed it. I immediately went, oh, that's from Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, in contrast to most horror films, every single victim in this film is a man. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, Damn. We see, we see no women killed in this movie. I didn't notice that either. Yeah. So there you go. Those are the facts that I have about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Hearing, hearing the facts made me more mad about it. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. They were like fun little Easter egg facts. Yeah, but they don't belong. Now we know his name is Nubbin. <laughs> yeah, thank God we know that. Can we pour? I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys are going to do for a freaking Portnoy on this. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Who wants to start? Uh, I'm still, I'm still, Mikey. You, you pick who starts, Mikey. You go first because I know you have yours ready. I do. There's no Um, question here. Yeah, I get why some people don't like this movie, but I find it to be a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy watching it. I think that it is far and away better than any of the sequels in this franchise. Uh, I I don't quite put it on the same level as the original, but I do think it's it's the best of all the sequels. I give this one a seven point seven. Wow, I really I so I didn't think that I was going to have the highest score, but I was worried a little bit that I might. Uh, I do not. <laughs> really, seven. I thought seven point seven was was pretty good because I do I see. In my mind, I was like, this movie should be Slasher Radio approved. I'm going to put it just over that line. Uh-uh. Oh. You guys are insane. No. I'm gonna I haven't sure even heard your it. scores, and I'm calling you insane. Well, <laughs> you, you're right. How are you going to even put this in the same neighborhood as the original is beyond me? Uh, I think that the original... The original set such a tone, and this just changed it entirely. And uh, uh-uh, can't do that. I'm gonna give this movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. I'm gonna give it like a three point nine. Oh my god, it's way too low. And and all that is chopped up. All of it's chopped. Way too low for a movie that includes. Because it is a well-made film, it's a well-made film, but it's we're watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The reason Texas Chain, the Bulgarian Chainsaw Massacre from 2022, <laughs> the reason it got as low as it did, yeah, the movie sucked. But if you would have named that movie something else, it would have definitely had a higher score. No, it still would have sucked. That was a shit movie. I don't know about that. It wasn't a great movie, but it wouldn't have been as low as we put it. Three point nine. That's all, Bill Mosley. You're crazy. Wow. No love for Dennis Hopper. No. One of our greatest actors ever. Tom Atkinson get mad you're cheating on him. I'm just saying, it's Dennis Hopper, for God's sake. The man was an easy writer. <laughs> Stupid for his sake. And he was in speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> Cat, whoa. Sit up. I'm getting whiplash from these port noise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because Mikey's uh, an insane person. I uh, I gave it a 6.9. Oh. And that's too low, Kat. I I was going to give it a 
So here's the thing is I probably would have given it closer. Like going in, I thought it was going to be somewhere in the sevens. When I really started to pay attention to it, the writing stuff bothered me. Like the character inconsistencies and stuff. There are holes to poke in it. And now that I've seen them, I probably won't be able to unsee them. That being said, I couldn't put it any lower than that because it's like I've been watching this movie for years and rewatching it. And today was the first time I ever noticed because it's fun. You know, like it's not a movie that I had ever wanted to poke holes in. I am so disappointed in you right but now. But they're there. Like, I, I really thought if anybody was going to understand the fun and the good nature it's a lo- and it's the fun. good time of this movie, it was going to be you. How many horror movies, how many horror movies have a hidden reference to Dr. Strangelove? It does have a hidden reference to Dr. Strangelove. And Dr. Strangelove is not even a movie I particularly like, but come on. And I do like, um, I liked all the stretch trivia. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really like Stretch, too. I think You know what? I'll is... bump it back up to a 7. Oh, cat, no. Come on. I'm going the wrong way. 6.9 is funnier, I think, for yeah, this particular movie. Hilarious. Yeah. But I will bump it back up to a 7. No! It, it, well, I will say this, cat. If you're not going to make it Slasher Radio approved, which you're clearly not, 6.9 well <laughs> yeah, might 6. be the way 9. to go. Cause then we could I be think like, I'd have giggity. to put it at a 10 to make it Slasher Radio approved, right? Yeah, because Mikey's a jackass. That's the and I'm not sure it would be. No. <laughs> No, would not. Man, uh, uh, no, man, I can't. I, that's too close to a seven for me. This is a good movie, Mikey. This, this should be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Let, did you not? You did you not enjoy it? Yeah, but I kept looking around, dude. Look, look at what the the, the leather face in twenty twenty two was better than this leather face. You no, this, no, stop no. that. How, no, how am I wrong? And you're wrong. You the gave 2022 Pontypool. Leatherface is wearing uh, makeup, first of all. That's the third one he put on the makeup, I think, too, right? When he had, like, the dress and shit. Yeah, he does that in New Generation. I that's think. what, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't that's I'm not just saying, like, I don't think that, I, I think makeup automatically makes it worse than this Leatherface. This uh, is not my favorite Leatherface by far. But I'd rather I would rather watch this than him putting on that makeup in 2022. That made me more uncomfortable than the bad look in this one. I, I God. at least it made you uncomfortable. No, this this leather face looks better than that one. Yeah, that one looks stupid. It does look stupid, but at least there were moments. where I could It didn't look like a leather face was the problem. Also, he was hanging out in a sunflower field. Neither yeah. did this one. Didn't look like Leatherface. Yeah, but he wasn't hanging out in a sunflower field, Mikey. Get your shit together. <laughs> well, it wasn't, but he uh, might as well have been. No. Face, <laughs> man. I, uh, I'm in shock. I, I can't wish, believe this. I wish there was, I, I, or I wish they hadn't cut, actually, the scene where they were hunting for people. Because it sounds like it was really awesome. Maybe that does they, sound like fun. Yeah, no. they should have left it. Yeah. But, but I, Mikey's score is an outrage. It's way too low. I thought we were all going to be... First of all, I wasn't sure how close you and I were going to be. Um, I thought we were all going to be a lot closer. I expected Kat to be higher than I was. The fact that she's not is a disappointment. I'm sorry. I didn't think that <laughs> Mikey would be nearly as low watching the movie. I knew going in, Mikey had said before he doesn't like this movie. 
But I thought, I thought oh, he was going to have a fun time. That's what I thought. I thought he's going to watch the movie. He's going to see it's a fun movie. He's going to come in. He's going to give it a good score. Not thinking that Mikey is a black hole for joy and doesn't enjoy anything. It's not a Texas Chainsaw. You know what? I'll give you this. I'll give it a four. I'll go up point one, And that's only for the, the bridge scene at the beginning. And Bill Mosley. And that's it. That's it. All right. That's all. You're ridiculous and wrong. Fucking yabba dabba do. What's the uh what what's the average? Do we have an average on this? Six point two. Even if I went up to a ten right now, I still couldn't make it slasher radio no, approved. I would out low. of spite. <laughs> yeah, it's seven point two. Can't do it. Still too low. Yep, that's what you get. That's what you get. Damn it. It, it look, it wasn't a terrible movie. It's just not a good Texas chainsaw. Movie. Then why'd you give us such a terrible score? Because it's not because I'm rating a Texas chainsaw movie. But you said it's not a terrible movie, and then you gave it a terrible score. It's, You're making a mockery of the whole thing. It's a terrible Texas Chainsaw movie. That's <sighs> where it is. There's nothing I can do about it. You've upset me. <laughs> Far be it for me to do that. I'm glad I've said But you did the Pontypool last week. That's not nice. That's a bad movie. <laughs> we, last week, we sat here, like, staring at Rob, like, you know. He ate the whole cake by himself, and now it's my turn. Everybody's like, this is bullshit. There's always one. But I'm not wrong here, guys. What the hell? You are super wrong. I'm not wrong here. This... I, I, I really... I'm sitting here, I can't understand. Like, usually I can see, okay, that's why, you know, I can, I, I can see it from you guys' lens. And I can understand. I might not. It's agree. a fun movie. What's not to understand? It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yeah, but it's it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre through the lens of a black comedy. That's not a Texas Chainsaw. Like I know, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, Toby Hooper thought it was. I think he's more of an authority on what is and isn't a Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre movie than you are. I already said earlier. I told everybody he was wrong. If it was a Poltergeist movie, I mean, might by your argument. <laughs> Guy was wrong, man. Unbelievable. Like it's, it's just give me that gritty, you know. Like it's crazy how even the original fucking creators can't make another one like it. Like you can't find. But the, I think that's. But the I didn't beauty want another thing like it. I, I wanted something new because they nailed it the first time. I think Do that's again. the beauty of this one. All of the sequels. The problem with all of the sequels, and I've said this before, is they don't have that gritty feel. They don't have that that realism. That feel of like just being hot and gross and like smells bad. You know. Yeah. But I think the beauty of it is they knew they weren't going to do that again. And they went the other way. And it yeah. worked. The, the reason the other sequels fail so miserably is because they try to recreate that and it, they can't. And I think these people were smart enough to realize that they couldn't and there was no need to. So then don't make the movie or make something else. They did make something else. They made something awesome and you shit all over it. Oh, they made some Texas Chainsaw Man. I'm going to tell Bill Mosley. He's been on the show twice. Mm -hmm. I like Bill Mosley. If he comes on again, I'm going to tell him. Go ahead and tell him that I said he was the only good thing about Go ahead. Tell him that. I told him that myself. <laughs> it's not a great movie. It's He he was phenomenal. I, I would love to have, if they would have did what I think they should have done, we could have had a whole Chop Top franchise and it could be exactly like this. And I'd be more than happy. But they didn't do that. And they fucked it up. 
Because you can't just make a movie called Chop Top. Nobody knows what the fuck that is. Well, you could do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know, something. <laughs> Leatherface presents Chop Top. <laughs> no, this wasn't even Leather. Leatherface humps a chainsaw is the name of this. That, <laughs> that fucking, was funny, though. <laughs> weird, man. Yeah, a Flintstone, like, rapey Leatherface. That's not cool. Yeah, you're impossible. Uh, they don't like fun. You guys gave it a seven. What the hell's wrong? I don't understand. Who is? It should have been named something else. That's it. I understand knocking. So here's the thing: is like I understand knocking points off of a thing for it having the wrong name or for it continuing a franchise that you don't feel like it lives up to. I've done that before. I've I've had that opinion. I can't imagine bringing this to below average because of that. Like, I, I can understand being like, okay, it was kind of a fun time. I enjoyed these aspects of it. I don't feel like it was Texas Chainsaw. I'm knocking it down to a five. Like, this was above average, but I'm taking points off for this. I, I can't understand how you're a full point below that. Like, I just, I understand the reasoning, but I can't get all the way to a four. I, I can't. That's so low. <laughs> because it, they, it's how it, it was so egregious, man. It's not like they changed it a little. They, God, they, well, hold on. Where is where is H two O? Where is H two O? God damn. I'm drunk and a little stoned, and I had to read. <laughs> uh, Sweeney Todd, Rob, you enjoyed that. Fuck <laughs> that movie. Oh, in H two O. Rob gave it a 6.4, which yeah. is yeah. It's above said, average. That's above average, still. <laughs> right, but and that was that was a much better movie than this, in my opinion. I this coming from somebody who gave it an 8.2, so yeah. You know, Clearly, I don't think it's a better movie. Right, take it how you want it. But at, I, man, I don't know for you to for you to say because that was your main beef. You were like, oh, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a scream movie, right? Right, he says it's not a Myers movie, it's a spin movie. I don't know, man. I I think I don't see that, but I think they the level of 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 penalty here. Like they, they were so foul on this one. It was like, damn, dude. It I can't I can't raise it up that high. I can't do it. Go on and be wrong. I mean, this was recorded. People are gonna hear it. Yeah, no, and I know it's going to bite me in the ass, too, because I've seen people like, this is another one of those movies people are trying to come back around on. It's like, ah, it's like, no. It's a pretty well-made movie. It's just, you know. I love Texas Chainsaw so much, man. And I caught a lot of shit from people thought I hated it for so long because of the leprechaun thing. But I really Mm -hmm. do like Texas Chainsaw. (sighs) I, I don't know how you go from A to B. I just don't. That's the way it is. It ain't movie. All right. What's done is done. It's done. Nope. Uh, Check out the show at Slasher Radio on Twitter. You go to slasherradio.com. Check out all of our articles, episodes, interviews. Patreon.com forward slash Slasher Radio. I have uh, uh, an unboxing video that is up currently right now. There will probably be a giveaway from that. So you can go check that out at Patreon. And uh, the only way to become eligible for any giveaways is uh, being a member of the Patreon. So head over there, support the show, check it out. 
Uh, we, ju- <laughs> we just released the power rankings. Mm-hmm. Where Rob uh, ranks the Patriots. You got a, a whole system on there, though, this time. I know, it's a whole thing, yeah. Because people bitched that it wasn't fair. Well, it wasn't fair. Last, last well, yeah, but it's my rankings. It doesn't have to be fair, but <laughs> fine. Now there's a system. It's my system, and my system might not be fair either, so fuck off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> I'm not going to question it no more. Like, God, it's surly over here. Uh, Rob, where are they finding you? Twitter, I am Radio Rob123. And you can hear This Horror Life wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. And yes, I promise, there is a new episode coming. I've just been busy slash lazy, but I will get it out soon. Is that the one where you joined the book club? Yeah. <laughs> you ever figure out how the hell that happened? No. No. I mean, I'm cat... Happened. Hard work on my part. <laughs> yeah, cat, oh, cat happened. Is there any kind of drugs involved? Like, I... <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Just woke up and joined the. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, and no word on the on the mascot thing, huh? No. In Rob's defense, uh, a new episode has not been recorded since then. No. Well, I still haven't put out the book club one. Yeah. I, yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I've been busy slash lazy. And, and it, also the answer to your mascot thing. I've been busy slash lazy. <laughs> All right. He might not be a member of the book club anymore by the time the episode comes out. Why not? <laughs> uh, Kat, where they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out my website, catvalour.com. Nice. Come back, check out the show next week, guys. Uh, we have some stuff planned that might be soonish. Don't know. Stick around, find out. Uh, good night from Slasher Radio. All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.